This is the Right Guy Podcast, where we ask the question, why are the January Sixers still in jail? And now your hosts, Max McGuire and Josh Hamilton. Welcome back. Another edition of the Right Guys Podcast. I'm Max McGuire. As Josh just said, he is Josh Hammerling in the Mr. Producer chair. What, what, what's your Chiron say today? Bad Moto Bad Moto Scooter. You like that? What is that? It's not much bad motor scooter, dude. It's a bad motor scooter. <laughs> All right. Oh, are, are you? What are you on the lookout for? Are you, are you, oh, are you oh, burning? Oh. What well, are you well, looking for? Besides that, I was looking for all of Joe Biden's support in swing states all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't find it. You know, allegedly Wisconsin, yeah. but I don't believe that. For yeah, a yeah. And the other thing, I was looking for the indictments for the people who were uh, banging down the gate last night and this past couple yeah. of days at the White House. I don't see any indictments. I've been looking. I mean, I, I, I'm looking, Max. Well, and um, I, don't I don't know if it. this, I don't know if this will really. Scratch that itch, but there was one, one oh. arrest. Oh, one arrest. But I believe it was an arrest for um, destruction of property on a different street, Seventeenth Street. Oh, so not on Pennsylvania Avenue. Avenue. Oh, okay. There was well. one arrest. So we're told hundred thousand plus people in the streets. Hmm. Um, marched to the White House. Yeah. Graffiti, shaking down the fence, climbing the fence. Waving a Palestinian flag mm-hmm. over the top of the fence, mm-hmm. um, lots of crimes that can yeah. can be prosecuted. Uh, mm-hmm. We've learned many of these crimes from how they've gone after January Sixers with yeah. such obscure indictments, such as climbing a structural element of the Capitol mm-hmm. grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, really obscure kind of back of the playbook kind of crimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm looking today, Josh. There's tons of them, tons of them here that they could charge him with. We'll yeah. get into that. But as Josh has put on the screen, make sure everyone subscribes. We're on YouTube, Rumble, as well as the audio version of the podcast. Very important. Subscribe there, even if you like to watch the video on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, and Podbean. And if you do have an iPhone, please do leave us a five star review. Um, really does help us out a lot. So we're going to get into that. Also, today. I'm sure you saw Josh. Steven Crowder released uh, the first three pages of the so-called manifesto, which mm-hmm. um, was briefly trending under the hashtag Tranifesto, which oh. was interesting. That was um, creative. Three pages of that. They're kind of keeping it close to the vest on whether they have more, Shocking. hoping that this forces law enforcement, but mainly the FBI and the judge, overseeing this to release the entirety of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't think that Steven Crowder wants to release the entire thing, but um, the way, the way that they've presented this is that they want this to spur action to get people so outraged over what they've been hiding from us for over a year now. Um, yeah. Why hide it? I mean, this thing is not it's spring chicken anymore. I mean, it's, it happened a while ago. It's, it looked like it was very um, directed at a particular group, right? I mean, it falls really under the hate crimes that the left says, you know, they love to prosecute and push out there. But I don't think it fit the right narrative, right? I mean, from what I was seeing about it, it said a lot of things like uh, oh, things that were derogatory towards white privilege, white people. Yes. And uh, it was calling for a high body count. Like they were hoping... Yeah. For a high body count. Now that sounds like the the, says, the words I, of a mad person. I have. I'm I'm reading mm-hmm. right now. I can put it up on the screen. Yeah. Um. Kind of zoom in. It's kind of hard to read the chicken scratch. Yeah. Um. I hope I have a high body count, mm-hmm. ready to die. Ha ha. <laughs> says that it might only last ten minutes. Might be three to seven. It's gonna go quick. Oh my God, gosh. let my wrath take over my anxiety. My only fear is that anything goes wrong. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims uh-huh. aren't. Um, really evil stuff. And yes, as you just said, um, referring to kill those kids, oh. those crackers. 
going to private fancy schools with their fancy khakis and sports backpacks and their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. F you little shits. I wish to shoot your weak ass dicks with your mop yellow hair. Want to kill all you little crackers. Bunch of word I'm yeah. not going to say. Can't say we're not with saying your that white one. privilege. Fuck you slur for gays. Um, so, so I was so, so afraid of using that word. I actually yeah. dropped the F pop. No, I wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no worries. Like that, that's hard stuff to read yeah. first and foremost. It right? is. There's nothing, it is. there's nothing easy about that. And I'm, so I'm sorry. I'm, la I'm laughing because I'm so yeah, yeah. focused on, on censoring one word. I just, if, cursed. if this had been different and the slurs were slightly changed, you know what I mean? To, to be the focus of another group. Yeah. Do you think it would have taken less than 72 hours for this to have come out? In an opinion? Yes. I mean, yes. How? Yes. Yes. Because we, I mean, look at, there was a shooting. I forget what state it was in, but it was at a Walmart. And the guy uh, allegedly had a manifesto mm -hmm. where he was talking about how he didn't like mass immigration. He, he hated the Hispanics were taking over mm -hmm. the country. That manifesto was released promptly. You look at the Christchurch shooting in New Zealand, where he went from mosque to mosque to mosque, killing people. That manifesto was released promptly. I think you could. I think it is very fair to read into when these manifestos supposedly exist, but they aren't released. Now I don't know if this. I I hope that I don't hope, but if this is what they've been toying over releasing just these three pages i don't know if this classifies as a manifesto this is like a a very strange dear diary entry yeah there's i'm also i'm also struck i don't like being like a spelling nazi or a grammar nazi but i was struck by how this 28 year old had such a poor grasp of spelling um misspelling the word there misspelling the word privileges mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um Striking, right? Yeah, convertibles. Words that, I don't know, seem like they're relatively easy to spell. Not a huge deal, but if this was a manifesto, you would think that there would be um, a little bit more care towards that. Mm -hmm. um, but no, so these three pages, we just showed two of them. The third page has, um, in my opinion, I'm far more interested to learn more about this uh, third page I'll put up on my screen right now. And again, these came from Louder with Crowder. The, it, lo it's, it looks like the local police uh, released it to Stephen Crowder. This was her. Well, it was, a, it was a woman wanting to be a male. So transgender male, I, I, whatever. Yeah, um, I don't know how. The itinerary. She had an itinerary. Get dressed 7 a.m. Apparently... 7.05 to 8.55, she was going to be doing something with her possessions and stuffed animals. That's covered up with a sticky note. We can't see what that is. Eat breakfast. Pack up special belongings. Um, testing the knife and glass breaker. So I guess she bought a glass breaker and she was testing it on her dad's old cars to make sure it was actually working. Leaving for the uh, range. Setting up her guns. Get out the vests. And this is where I really want to know what's going on here. 820. <laughs> we're told that she planned to make a final videotape, which according to her itinerary, she expected to be 10 minutes long. That hasn't seen the light of day. Where's the videotape? I, I, this is the first I've heard that a suicide tape was recorded. Have you heard mm -hmm. that? Not a bit. This thing had been so shut. And... Is the handwriting different from page one, two, and three? This looks like the first two pages look like they bring scribbled, uh, like with haste. Yeah, they, right? they seem these a are bit really faster. long letters. Yeah, I mean, this one you're sitting down with your itinerary. You, you might, it might make sense to take a little bit more time with this than this hastily written one. Um, it looks off. I, I'd. I'm not a handwriting expert, so I'll leave no, it there. No, 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 no. Yeah. But the lot I, I see a lot a lot of similar elements in yeah. how different letters are written. Um, but 
Uh, I, I wouldn't put it past. I mean, th- that would be a crazy development if there were other people involved. Um, th- this seems, though, this, this the more I see, the more I truly believe we need to start reopening mental health facilities. It's, you bet. We need to start yeah. reopening yeah. Um, these institutions because the left loves to claim it's the guns and the guns. And, and on YouTube, Mandy wrote, Mandy wrote in the comment section, but it's the mm-hmm. guns. Gun control isn't the problem here. It's the lack of real mental health care. And I'm not talking about mental health care where we pump these kids up with psychotropic drugs, um, give them cross-sex hormones the minute that they don't fit in so they can change their gender. No, I'm, I'm talking about giving them real institutionalized care if they need it. And we have completely, as a nation, departed from the institutionalization of people with severe mental illnesses and people who are in severe mental distress and we've basically pawned that off on their parents mm-hmm. and what happens when you don't have parents who are able to really keep an eye on you right i don't want to blame the parents for these mass shootings it's not their fault but the state the society as a whole we've decided that the, these kids shouldn't be institutionalized um that that's something we need to relook at for sure yeah, for, for absolute sure. Those kind of in, the facilities are there for a reason. They were created for a reason to make sure that there would be a place for these individuals to go when they needed help the most. And when those disappear and you're just starting to plow them full of drugs, they're on their own. And the only thing that influences them, influences them from there are their peers, their parents, or the internet, right? Because most of them become shut-ins most of the time, especially if you have a mental health disorder. You don't spend a lot of time with a lot of other people, not generally. And yeah, I don't know, yeah. to see the, the manic from the original two entries to the day that it went, like how calm they were just writing down a timeline of murder. Yeah. Right? I, I, the, the, the mental gymnastics of what your mind must be going through at that moment to write down a timed list for what you were going to do and then to continue to send the message. So there's a lot hidden there that obviously has not been shared with us. And, and what more is there? You know what I mean? She writes, there were several times I could have been caught, especially back in the summer of 2021. What is that? Does that mean she was what we hear all the time when there are mass shootings like this on law enforcement's radar? Yeah. What does that mean? Was there other incidences that they were responsible for, whether they were big or small? Death day. Oh my gosh. Pawn I mean it death this day. looks like the scribblings of a child, Max. Yeah. I mean, this feels like the doodles of a of a kid. I mean, I see it in the handwriting. That's why it disturbs me, right? Is like this movement between it like two individuals in one body. You've got this one who's putting this crazy stuff out, and then the, the cool collected one who's who's organizing the yeah. mass shooting, right? Yeah. And then maybe there's two personalities at play. I don't know, but anytime that you you plan or want to do something like this. You have to disassociate yourself to become that monster, right? I mean, you just don't murder because you like it. You murder because you've turned into something and you're looking for an yeah. outcome. And well, to see this, this that change is scary. This, that was something that I brought up when this first happened. Um, you and I, we we love going, love shooting, mm-hmm. going to the range. We collect mm-hmm. guns. I have never encountered someone who does this to their gun like i've been around a lot of people who have guns right i've never seen like like cartoonish things painted on guns i've seen magazines like etched right but like Mm -hmm. writing their names on their guns writing cutesy little designs i'm not talking about sending your gun out to be stippled or sending out to be laser Mm -hmm. etched i'm talking about someone sitting at home with like nail polish and painting their own design on these guns i i've never really come across that before have you i've seen something like it but it would send a video game yeah in a video game but i mean that's not in real life though i've never seen like most people don't trick out or personalize their gun like that i mean it like all all three of the guns she was carrying had like this one right here this mp mm -hmm. that looks like it's clearly colored with yeah. nail polish you know what i mean like that's not yeah. a professional job whatever she put on no. the magazine here 
writing something here. It's just not something that people who take this stuff seriously do. Right? Maybe they'll they'll take a rattle can and they'll, and they'll spray paint the gun or camo. Most, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. But like, yeah. it's not a canvas for doodling. That's something that's just very immature to me. Mm. To, at, at least in my opinion, it's it's something very immature to do. Now, with that said, I also do have um, an AR-15 that does have the little Reddit little alien with Donald Trump's hair back from when I was a moderator on the Donald yeah. when it was on Reddit. I do have an AR-15 with that laser engraved into it, but um, more of it's it funny. It's, it's a laser engraving, right? Yeah. It's not sitting at home with your nail polish and writing, drawing a cross or, or drawing weird graffiti. I don't know. Th- th- this strikes me as very, very um, immature. Right, like, like they were just sitting there drawing on it like, like you could just see the madman sitting under the light painting yeah. it right personalizing it and like that same yeah. cross keeps coming up what is that i mean yeah. painted it on the gun that... even the guns doodled let me see if, if it's what i think it is and my kind of this a... what does it remind you of uh, the umbrella that's what i was thinking umbrella, umbrella group corp. for um umbrella corp yeah that's what it really reminds me of and that um, was that weird video game, uh, Resident Evil, right? Resident Evil, also a movie. This also going back closer. to video games here. Yeah. Interesting. Um, um, that's what that first. It's funny that we both thought the same thing. Um, well, it looks like it. The other, yeah. other thing is that there are some cross symbols that are in a circle, but they remind me of like, a, let's say it was Norse or something like that, that, that popped yeah. up. But I'd have to look at it again because I'm not quite sure. But they're just sitting there like, are they talking to their gun while they're making it look pretty? I mean, they were even drawing the gun on the paper and then added the yeah. doodles. Like, I, the I, gun was talking. Like, it was a person. I don't think I've done... I mean, I've doodled, and I'm sure I drew guns and, like, and things like that. I don't think I've done this in decades. Like, I, that was probably something I doodled in middle school. Um, And you can even see, like, it almost looks like the flower doodle is on the gun. Do you see that? Yeah, it I almost do. looks That's like what I'm it's saying. like it's really, it's really it, not mature, immature. And the question mm-hmm. I have is, I I want to know when did she? I'm going to refer to her as a she. She did she begin taking cross sex hormones? Because we know that she was identifying as a man. And, uh, we I haven't heard reporting on whether that was uh, beyond just the self identification and towards surgical or pharmaceutical um Mm -hmm. treatments did she take cross-sex hormones testosterone when did she start if she did when did she start taking cross-sex hormones because Mm -hmm. if if that was how that's a huge part of the story if she was yeah yeah because you pump anyone full of testosterone and i mean like what is it like you, you look at like a bull and the bull's testosterone level is off the charts and you're like, oh, of course, the bull is trying to impale every single person it sees, right? Right. Its, it's testosterone angry. levels are through the roof. You take anyone and you pump them full of testosterone, and you're going to see increases in aggression. You're going to mm-hmm. see increases in if you're not if you really don't need if you don't have like a, a deficiency, you're going to see mental complications of potentially hearing voices, having delusions, mm-hmm. um, depression. It affects brain development chemistry all the way and if you're giving the wrong like like your body's made one way and you're forgiving it the opposite hormones what kind of effect is that going to have on the mind and decision making i mean most males they say don't even find you know reach true decision making till 25 yeah so you'd be artificially retarding the the decision making growth of the brain right yeah and that's why like your puberty we've talked about this on the show before puberty hormones play an essential essential role in brain development and when you block those hormones through puberty blockers or you start flooding someone's body with the wrong type of hormones it can literally delay halt or or negatively affect brain development Mm -hmm. brain Mm -hmm. maturation so we don't know when she it, it we don't know if she was on these drugs if she was, we don't know when she started. But if, if she had been on these drugs for a couple of years, it is entirely possible 
that she started these treatments before her brain had naturally reached its mm -hmm, fully mature mm -hmm. state. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so what are you left with? You're left with someone who is quite literally immature. Mm -hmm. Lack of maturity. And may not be guns. capable of becoming yeah. mature because of the changes in hormones. I mean, this is like a, a triple play here, Max. You're talking about, as far as narrative goes, somebody that murdered a bunch of white people so they wouldn't want to promote it. Second, you've got a transgender person who's committing the crime. And third, you may, this person may have been on a, a drug that caused this sort of mayhem. I mean, yeah. imagine the narrative that's going out now that, you know, we can change all the hormones. It doesn't really matter. It's something we recommend really, really early. And then all of a sudden, you, you start seeing these people pop up who just are, are, are just so far behind other people yeah. that there's a, a, a generation that you can see these strange retardation is the the old word for it you know yeah, what i mean but yeah. it's not retarded well, at that point it's like you're you're slowing artificially slowing it down adult yeah, kids well, with bad decision making and, and, and we don't use the word retardation or retard in like a pejorative sense no i mean you can anyone who studied music theory you know that like one of the markings you can see is called a retardando which mm -hmm. just means the slowing down of mm -hmm. right so yeah. um we don't mean this like pejoratively because I know a lot of people hear that word and it turns them completely off. No, but like this is, it's like, it's like fire retardant, right? It, it's mm -hmm. these chemicals that you put into these kids' bodies. If they have, if their brain has not fully matured, you are quite literally inputting a retardant, something mm -hmm. that yeah. is going to slow or prevent their maturation in their brain development. There's a flip side of this, though, too, because, like, not only if she, if she was on these drugs, we we would know that her, she would be feeling this angst, feeling this aggression, potentially these delusions. We also have a society that very clearly has taught her to hate white people. Mm -hmm. She targeted a Christian school. It's full of like anti preppy prep school language. Like, you're going to shoot a bunch of kids because they wear khakis and they have sport backpacks? Like, come on. Yeah, where are you getting that? Mm -hmm. That's in here. That's literally in here. And she, I want to kill all you little crackers. Crackers, um, term for white people. Mm -hmm. Specifically, crackers comes from the sound of a whip being cracked. From a slave master. That is that is one of the uh, presumed origins of the term. A cracker. So it's not just that you are white. A cracker isn't just someone who's white. A cracker is someone who subjugates others, right? Mm -hmm. There's more than just... You're not just white like a saltine. There's another element to that term. Saying bunch of little fags mm -hmm. with your white privileges, misspelling privileges... F U facts. Strange. First of all, can we can we just say that's not very inclusive language? No. For someone who is very clearly on the political left, someone who is allegedly transitioning herself. Mm -hmm. Shocking to see that language. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make sense. It sounds so self-hating to some degree. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not a psychologist, but like when you're transitioning yeah. and you're trying to figure out your sexuality and you don't know what it is and you're still trying to figure out what side you're on, you you are in it. If you decide to land on one side, you just inadvertently call yourself what you would hate most. Yeah. Right. I mean, I wonder how much projection is going on there. There's all these psychological things most likely going on in this person. Max. And, and she went know. to that school. She went to that school previously. So <sighs> we don't know if there was something there yeah. that was scarring for her. We don't know. We don't know. A bit of but there, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Very, I, I was stunned because I expected language. Like, I expected rhetoric. I expected mm -hmm. her to be denigrating her targets. And she did throughout this. But the word I wasn't expecting her to call them was fags. Mm -hmm. That was, if you had, if you had to get me to bet yes, yesterday on what she would have referred to her victims as, the last thing I would have put money on was her calling them fags. I mean, yeah, it, it's completely out of left field. Yeah, it doesn't and make it, any sense. And on the one hand, um, 
it seems silly to try and rationalize what is very clearly a disturbed person's writings. But when everything else lines up with hating white people, got it. Um, don't like your blonde hair. Um, got your weak ass dicks. Gonna kill all you crackers. Damn you and your khakis. And your... <laughs> Sorry, it's just so stupid. And your, and your backpacks. Kill these childish. kids. It's very childish. It's very childish. And, it's and childish, yeah. I was looking in here. I was looking here for a grievance. Mm. Right? And we've seen some of it. White privilege. So you, you can see a little bit into her mind at, at what her supposed grievance was. I mean, there's no real grievance to go kill a bunch of kids. There's none. But in her mind, you can see a little bit of it. But I'm not... This doesn't paint the whole picture. And at this point, there, uh, seeing this provides enough of an explanation for why the FBI tried to bury this. Yeah. Like, the last yeah. thing they'd want is the, everyone talking about how there was a shooting of a, of a Christian school and it was a, 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 a race target, right? If, if, you're mm -hmm. calling your, if you're calling your victims crackers mm -hmm. and saying that and you, you want to go after their white privilege, that, that's a race that's that's racist terrorism. Well, how much of the media sits there and says to us that uh, the right is always trying to attack those individuals, right? Yeah. All the time, it happens. So when the shoe is on the other foot and that happens, it just, they'll never want to report that. It doesn't fit the narrative, right? So was were the police suppressing this for political reasons versus like actual, like, law enforcement reasons that's yeah. the case i mean that's highly unethical yeah i mean report report it to us right yeah that's what Especially we're saying because and every time there is a mass shooting and the mass shooter has written something negative about another race of people that gets put out immediately all of it yeah absolutely like like the uh, what was it? it was in buffalo the buffalo shooting we knew yeah. immediately that that guy hated black people we knew right away yeah. But this, we're talking about almost a year later, and it has to get leaked. And it, it, it's, it's very obvious. It's very obvious yeah. why they did this. It just doesn't fit the narrative, and the, the machine is so powerful, it can suppress this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Imagine that. That, that is true power that they wield, if they can just suppress that information. I mean, it, I hate yeah. to say there's a room full of people that are, are pulling strings, but man... Somebody made a phone call here. Somebody made a choice. Someone made a decision. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. And it, it, I can't help now think about some of these other shootings where mysteriously we still don't know the motives. I mean, look at Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, it's still a mystery. Las it's... Vegas. How in this life mm -hmm. can the FBI say that the motives were unclear? Like, they have his computer, they mm -hmm. went through his entire house, they have his phone, they talk to everyone in his life. People don't just wake up one day and randomly decide to kill as many people as possible by firing indiscriminately into a large crowd. It, it just doesn't happen. There's, there's motivations. They know. I, I firmly believe that they know why that shooting happened. And it's been mothballed. Mm -hmm. Been completely mothballed, swept under the rug, hoping that we all forget about it. There have been a couple other incidents like this, and ironically, I've kind of forgotten the specifics on all of them. I'll have to go back yeah. and try and look through them, but this happens. Every year or so, there's an incident like this where it just strangely doesn't get the full media reporting mm -hmm. disclosure <laughs> treatment. And it makes you wonder, why? Is it for similar reasons as this? that the victim-victimhood dynamic is not what they want to push as being mm -hmm. the greatest risk to the country? Because remember, this all went down at a time when we were told by the FBI, by the Department of Homeland Security, that it was white supremacists who posed the greatest risk. What they call it, agave. Agave. Yep. Agave. That was the biggest risk. Well, this is this blows up the narrative. You have mm -hmm. a transgender... A woman identifying as a man, planning and deliberately shooting up a Christian school because she hates the kids inside of it. 
because they're white. And that doesn't get the same kind of hate crime investigation that every other, every other uh, one where the, the dynamic has shifted would get. You know, in every other country, that's called propaganda. Mm-hmm. You use the information to influence political outcomes. So terrorism, essentially. I mean, that's propaganda. That's what we're seeing here. So, so, so why the war on white people then? I mean, why would they suppress that information? Why would they not let that see the light of day? Unless, you know, they're pushing propaganda. Well, there's, di- there's, there's different theories. There's the, the great replacement side of it, which yeah. I don't necessarily fall into myself. I do believe that there we are in the midst of a demographic shift, shift and there are certainly policymakers who are celebrating the notion that in 20, 30 years, white Americans will cease to be a majority. You can see them. They're on Twitter. They're celebrating it. I don't know if I subscribe to the belief that there are people like puppet masters pulling those strings to do X to achieve Y. Mm-hmm. I'm not sold on that yet. Right? So there's that side of it. But the other side of it, I think, is is far more plausible. That at a time when you're spinning up law enforcement to exclusively investigate white nationalists mm-hmm. right white christian extremists they were they were sending spies they, they were trying to recruit catholic priests to be spies to turn in their congregation to the fbi telling them to look out for anyone who enjoys the latin mass mm-hmm. which is predominantly grandmothers and grandfathers right. <laughs> pre-vatican two grandmothers Anyone who receives communion on the tongue, which again would be like a pre-Vatican II. Yeah. Anyone who wants to kneel to receive communion, that would be pre-Vatican II. Vatican II was a was a, a situation in the church where they radically changed how Catholic Mass was performed. Instead of it being in Latin with the priest back to the congregation, the priest faced forward and would speak in the native tongue. And it opened the doors for people who are not in the clergy to take on a bigger role in the church, to work in the front office, right? All that, all that kind of stuff. The people who look back on, look back fondly on the Latin mass are they're not terrorists, right, they're <laughs> but, barely... the, but the Biden administration was treating them that way. So if you've spun up the entire investigatory power of the government to go after January Sixers or other white extremists, white nationalist, Christian extremists. You can't have an event like this. No. It completely sucks the wind out of uh, out from behind those sails. Yeah. It runs counter to the narrative. Yeah. The very narrative you're hinging the entire Department of Justice on, right? All the investigative powers are being focused on a group that most likely is not the cause of those problems. What they do pose is a voting block that has a lot of power. A very big voting block. And the best way to get rid of a voting block like that is to break it up. So is it surprising they would tell you to go after your priest and say, you know what? Maybe you need to watch out for the, the, these real ultra people who, yeah. who love your religion too much, man. That's the best way to sow confusion in a group. It's it's masterful, but it's disgusting. That's what Obama said. Us, us conservatives who cling to our guns and religion. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another side to this, too, which I'm just thinking about. What if the reason they don't release all this information is that they're afraid that white people are so dangerous that they would see this and commit acts of violence against transgender people in retaliation? Not saying it would actually happen, but that they could perceive that they could think so lowly of conservatives that they worry Mm -hmm that retaliatory violence would happen. The reason I say that is all around this country, we have Palestinian protests um, going after Jewish students, going after Jewish businesses, right? Defacing the White House grounds. Mm -hmm. It's very clearly a problem of anti-Semitism in this country. But just this past week, the Biden administration opened up a new office of fighting Islamophobia. Right? So the minute that they haven't, that they've set the narrative, of course they're not going to undercut oh their own narrative. No. Because the next election is going to be built 
on these building blocks, Max. Yeah. The whole election is being set up based on what you're seeing now. This could turn into some sort of political fire. I mean, it could be used by the FBI to suddenly start making mass arrests before an election. I mean, I, I put nothing past the Biden DOJ. They're still doing it. They're still arresting people for January 6th. How can they? And they're, and they're doing it in a way that is so um, legally dirty. dishonest. They are going through cell tower records. And if they can't identify people in footage, they are finding people whose cell phones were in and around the Capitol building. And they're using that to basically prove that they were there. I've said this on the show before. To anyone who's ever been to a protest at the Capitol building and tried to make a phone call, tried to use Google Maps or Apple Maps, you know cell service is nada, non-existent. Nope. It's impossible to get even uh, a fix on where you are. And I remember when I was there for Trump's inauguration, I was, I, I had a seat. So we were, we were relatively close to the front, mm -hmm. but I looked at my phone and my phone said that I was 200 yards away, further away from the Capitol, just because the GPS was so weird. And you look at it and it says, you yeah. could be anywhere inside of this half mile meter side yeah right well that's a big deal when the government is alleging you're in a very specific place and that the act of being in that very specific place is a crime and so like i'm sure you've experienced it. everyone watching this has experienced it it happens to me all the time in my home i pull up my maps app just mm -hmm. to see like get directions for somewhere i'm gonna go and i look down and it has the cell tower has me in the neighbor's house Mm -hmm. or has me one street over you bet not enough to matter but it's enough to matter if there's people looking at that and trying to accuse me of trespassing could you imagine someone yeah. arresting you and saying oh we looked at the cell data and a neighbor got broken into and we see that your phone was actually pinged from their house mm -hmm. so you must have well, done you, it right and you would have to prove but that wasn't the case. There would be no presumption of, of innocence there. That's why this whole well, thing gets disgusting. Yeah. yeah. So in a world where your GPS coordinates can literally move hundreds of yards in these situations, mm -hmm. it's crazy that they are arresting people by claiming that they were five feet past the boundary, 10 feet past the boundary. Wow. It's insane. It's, it's insane. It's... But what's even crazier is that the architect of the Capitol has determined that, that the damage done to the Capitol building was in the excess of $30 million. And what they are doing is they are charging all of these people and then either through convictions or through plea deals, forcing them to pay restitution. Ugh. What a load of horse. But imagine you're not in the Capitol. Mm -hmm. you're, you didn't cross the... the Police line. But mm -hmm. because T-Mobile sucks, I'm on T-Mobile, kind of does suck, and T-Mobile for some reason thought I was 100 yards further away, I'm charged with trespassing. The weight of the federal government comes down on me. I didn't do anything wrong, but I can't afford to fight the government. Plead guilty. And I'm assigned a percentage of the restitution for the total damages. Wow. Even though I would have never gone wow. in. They can't yeah. improve. You know what? That's what's happening. Nope, for I being said, I, there. Yeah, I, I use the first person. I'm not in that situation. I'm glad I'm not in that situation. Yeah, Josh, I remember we we talked, and mm -hmm. um, I don't exactly remember what you what, what your opinion was, but I was getting very frustrated when our former boss was doing all of these things in D.C. and and I wasn't included in it at all, right? Right. And it got very frustrating running that company's political arm for six seven years and all of a sudden there's a big election and he's off in dc doing his own thing not even including me in anything yeah i mean now i'm counting my lucky stars right i wasn't including that like it's the, <laughs> yeah i'm it's glad the i wasn't involved yeah like whew. it's like <laughs> quite literally dodging a bullet yeah um but if i was there I, I i've said this before i probably i wouldn't have been one of the person who hit anyone or attacked anyone or broke anything I probably would have been one of the stragglers who showed up late and said, oh, I guess yeah. we're allowed in. <laughs> and just and walked, walked through the Capitol. And walked through the, the, the ropes 
took pictures of everything, maybe used the bathroom, and I'd be one of the idiots who got arrested for going in to use the bathroom. I, that went, would have been me if I was there, for sure. Right. For sure. Max, I mean, you, you've heard of those cell phone spoofers, right? If they really want to get your mm -hmm. cell phone, they spoof you, and then they yeah. send it to the tower. So yeah. they, they know where you've been, and how many of these signals went through the spoofer before it actually went to the tower, right? Yeah. And that's the thing, is that they if they're spoofing from a particular location... They would say that you showed up on this tower, so you had to be in this area, even though they're illegally taking your signal yeah. and running it through, right? I mean, there, there's so yeah. many what-ifs here that we're, we're never going to see because they're all tools of law enforcement, right? And they're, yeah. they're going to leverage those against people. And there's a, there's more than just dishonesty here. It's it's like a, it's like a net. You know, they threw a net out to try to catch a bunch of fish. That way you could scare the whole school into not doing something. Yeah. Right? And, and then... I'm just waiting for the next group to come up who, who sits there and tries to rattle the doors of of Congress and to see if they get popped for it. You know what I mean? If, if MAGA people oh, won't. Were, were completely gone happened. after. It, when? It's already happened with liberals. They've, they've protested in the Capitol, shut down um, active uh, congressional business. What's his name? The congressman pulled the fire alarm because he didn't want to miss a vote. But those are all literally. charges in people of January 6th. Yeah. They've been hit with hearts. Yeah. yeah. And just, just so everyone knows, I mean, just to show you the sheer volume of these cases, this is the DOJ. They actually have a resource page set up so you can track just January 6th indictments. And there's so many that they can't even all load at once. Once you, As you keep going, it's like too many to load. Like, see, you get down here, and, and the pages are blank. They have to reload it. Load it, yeah. Um, these are, there's a ton of these. I wanted to show you a couple. I don't know anything about these people, except for the fact that these three people were charged with stepping, climbing, removing, or injuring property on the Capitol grounds. There is an obscure charge, which includes climbing on architectural elements. Oh, really? And they use this charge to go after people that they saw climbing on the facade of the Capitol building. Which, listen, if it's a crime, it's a crime. You can't be doing it, right? But to see people charged with destruction of public property, which is a crime. It is outlined in 18 U.S.C. section 1361 government property or contract. Whoever willfully injures or commits any depredation against any property of the United States... And you can be punished, especially if, if the property uh, destruction exceeds $1,000 in damage. If it exceeds $1,000 in damage, not more than 10 years. Not more than if 10 years? If it does not exceed $1,000 in damage, not more than one year in prison. So if, if you do $999 of damage, can't put you in prison for more than a year. If you do $1,001 of damage, they could put you in prison for 10 years. I've stubbed my toe on concrete and it's busted off. Is that damage? Well, look at this. This just happened oh my this gosh. week. Yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever tried to clean graffiti, Josh? It's yeah, okay you if have you haven't. I have. You have to get a pressure washer out. Sometimes you, you have to actually sandblast the surface depending on what the surface the is surface? right if it's really porous you've yeah. got it if, if it's like a sandstone it it's like yeah. a sandstone or something that's more porous um you might never get that out yeah yeah Without... have you ever in your any of your research or studies learned how much stone masons charge if any piece of this statue needed to be recreated by hand and replaced it takes more than a thousand dollars Oh my gosh. I mean, there's a reason some of these statues cost tens yeah. of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands, depending on the material it's made out of and how big it is. Like this actually has like scratches into it. People scratched their graffiti, painted it. Gaza. These are historical statues. These these are these are made by famous artists. <laughs> yeah. Symbols of our nation. We know. We know that the cost to bring out a crew for a day's work to do this, you'd be paying that crew late, uh, union labor more than $1,000. Oh, right? that, oh, that's pretty gosh. fair for a whole crew for a day. Absolutely. 
And God forbid you actually needed to hire a stonemason to replace different parts of this pedestal. More than $1,000. What that means is that anyone who was doing this, potentially between a year and 10 years in prison. Between a year and 10 years in prison. Um, like this one, Free Palestine on the base. Why isn't the government pinging the phones, seeing mm -hmm. who was in the park mm -hmm. at the time, charging them with whatever crimes that they can charge them with, mm -hmm. and like the January 6thers, forcing, demanding the courts, or pressuring them to accept paying a share of the restitution? Because if this was equal, and they said, oh man, this is $10,000 in damages, they'd charge everyone in the park, bring the weight of the federal government down on them, mm -hmm. and force all of them to agree to pay $500 restitution. I mean, like that's, that's the restitution amount for someone who just happened to be walking onto the Capitol grounds, mm -hmm. didn't, wasn't seen to be breaking anything. Usually it's a $1,000 fine, $500 restitution. That would be equitable. Yes, because you can do it. You yeah. can ab absolutely do it. Where's the where, where's the prosecutions? They're, they're nowhere. So, I'm just trying to wrap my mind around this. That they they went after MAGA people. I'll show you my like this one. I'm looking for pictures. Anyway, there, there's pictures of people that are sitting on the um, the the Capitol during january 6th just sitting there max so you're saying yeah. them just sitting there that's a year up to a year in prison and i want to bring this picture up because J just sitting there might not be unless they could prove that that they broke it but yes there were people who were charged with climbing an architectural element of the capitol just because they sat on a half wall like this yes yep those people sitting there cross-legged that is technically criminal activity that is Climbing, standing, sitting on an architectural element. I can't tell you how many times I've been to D.C., Josh, and all of these buildings have like half walls like that along the road. Yeah. And you're there with a school field trip. You brought your sack lunch. You hop up on that half wall. And you sit and eat it. Well, if that's part of the Capitol grounds, you've just committed a crime. I don't think I've ever heard of that specifically being enforced before. Right. Like they're not the, going to throw school field trips in prison because all the kids hopped up on the half wall, the waist high part of the wall to sit and eat their lunch. Then is this worth a year in prison? Mm -hmm. This is the gates. The gates. How much you think? How, how much do you think they paid to build the White House gates? The gates to protect Millions. the president of the United States. Can we just Millions. say it's more than a thousand dollars? easy yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll start there we'll start there i think that's fair it might it might end up being more than a thousand dollars per brick that actually gets put in there right um yeah but yeah i i have a couple of those videos i'll, I'll play them um here is uh i'll turn down the volume because it's a little loud and these people are, are rabid but here is video from right out in front the white house as they are shaking the fence and the gate and defacing the actual uh, government property gate. So reaching through, reaching through is a crime. You're not allowed to reach through the fence like that. You're not allowed to climb the fence like that. There's a reason there's spikes. You're certainly not allowed to fly the fence to reach over and fly a foreign country's flag. I mean, talk about insurrection for a second. I mean, this is a foreign nation's flag. Mm -hmm. Being flown. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little bit provocative here. Uh oh. Do you think mm -hmm. that is the first time that a foreign nation's flag has been? Uh, has been flown negatively um, flown. Not talking about like the positive ones where we fly a nation's flag, like in in a derogatory way. Do you think that's the first time that's happened since the British burned the capital to the ground? 
burn the White House to the ground? I'm going to say yes. It, there might have been other instances, but there aren't a lot of them. I was going to say most of the time, we, everybody of their sense would come over and rip that flag down because this is the U.S. of A. You know what I mean? I you, cannot you not... remember. I, there have been protests at the White House yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I can't remember any protest that got to that level where people climbed the fences and waved a foreign nation's flag. Flag, yeah. And the behavior, that to me, as, as I'm going through the Rolodex of my mind and, and trying to force my brain mm-hmm. to be a, have a photographic memory, I'm, the things that come to mind are like the footage from the storming of the U.S. Embassy in Tehran. Right before the gate was actually breached and before Mm -hmm. the Iranians actually stormed the embassy, there were people doing the same thing. Right. So that that to me is like the the closest comparison. Obviously, these people didn't storm the White House. Right. But cutting out, climbing the gates and waving the flag of another country, um, not in a very loving way. The only thing I can think of that's anywhere near it is when terrorists do that at U.S. embassies abroad right before they actually storm the gates, take hostages, yeah. and kill people. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the people of January 6th were carrying these in. You know what I mean? That's yeah. their flags. Yes. At least they were our nation's flag. Right? Well, you're forgetting. You're forgetting that that um, that um those flags are racist. You're forgetting. Oh, I, like, I didn't know. Remember the, remember the flag Betsy was Ross racist? flag? Yeah, the Betsy Ross flag was yeah. deemed to be racist. That, um, the well, the come and take hmm. it flag is racist. Oh, the Gadsden flag, don't don't tread on me, is racist. I mean, racist? Huh. Um, I saw a Spartan design on one of those flags. That's yeah. racist. It's racist. Sure. Three percenter. Yeah. Yeah. So, if if everybody at January six was was trying an insurrection to take over the country, and they were flying, waving American flags, at least the American government would have been replaced with another American government. But these, these people that are at these Palestinian uh, that are out there waving these Palestinian flags, I mean, are, are they waving it? And then are they going to just push the fence down and are, are they going to stop? Well, right. Most that... Americans stopped and just walked through the Capitol because we respected it. That's our, that's us. But these people, I don't feel like they have any, any reason to love the U S or any reason to be loyal to it. I got a feeling they'd burn the Capitol. So who's the real insurrectionists? They would yeah. they would burn the Capitol Max. If they're willing to <laughs> spray paint it, they will go douse it in, in gasoline and set it on fire. That is a step. They will. But here, here's the thing, though. If they believe what they're actually saying, that the United States is propping up a genocide, right? Mm-hmm. It's not beyond the realm of possibility that someone would go and do that. If you truly believe that your government is genocidal, then yeah, you don't stop at just shaking the fence. Like, if I truly believe that we were in the process of committing a genocide, I'd be angry and I'd probably do some stuff too. But we're not, right? We're not. And that's a a huge difference. I'd be interested to know um, how many of those people in front of the White House were Americans. Because the vast majority of people who showed up to the Capitol, to the Ellipse on January 6th, were there to petition the government for a redress of grievances, which is their First Amendment protected right. They came to Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. said, we do not believe that the 2020 election was fair and legitimate, and mm-hmm. we are asking you, our elected representatives, to do the right thing and make sure that fraudulent results are not certified. Whether you agree with that or not, that is a legitimate attempt to petition the government for a redress of those grievances to exercise your First Amendment right to assemble for those purposes. Mm-hmm. Now, the people who... Uh, injured police busted down the door broke into Nancy Pelosi's office that's not first amendment protected activity whatsoever but that is a minority minority of the total number of people who were there in that capital area on January 6th when I look at that rally in front (laughs) rally riot whatever you want to call it in front of the White House I don't see an attempt to petition the government for a redress of grievances I don't Mainly because they're flying a foreign flag. It's really hard to, to think that they are trying to petition their president when they're waving a foreign flag. Absolutely. Second of all, 
they're breaking the law. <laughs> they're climbing the fences, right? So they're shaking the fences, trying to get in. I was, when I saw this, I was terrified that we were going to start to see some of those automated defense capabilities that we've all heard about on the White House. Yeah. These turrets that pop out of the ground, the dogs that run and yeah. bite someone's arm. I was worried we were going to see that. Because it can go from people storming the fence, people climbing the top of the fence, and storming the building really quickly. Yeah. It, it, it can It can collapse really, really quickly. Um, so, no, I'm, I'm looking for some charges. I want some charges. Yeah. Um, well, do you think they had a bunch of signs up that said, uh, you can't carry your guns here today, or you can't be armed? I mean, how many of them showed up with actual pistols packing, right? Yeah. Um, so I want them to be charged with the same thing that's been that's been given to uh, Giant Sixers. Not that I believe Giant Sixers should have gotten it, but if that's the if that's standard. the standard, give it to them. That's 18 USC section 1752, um, disorderly conduct on restricted buildings or grounds. Um, the specific part of this is. Let me see if I can find it. Um, doo -doo -doo. Uh, here we. Uh, mm -hmm. Here we go. Section three. So we got A, subsection A3. Anyone who, whoever, knowingly and with the intent to impede or disrupt the orderly conduct of government build, buildings, business or official fun functions, obstructs or impedes ingress or egress to or from any restricted building or grounds. So the crime here is not just that you stopped Congress from counting the votes that like they had in the Capitol. Mm -hmm. Here in this protest at the White House, they without a doubt obstructed and impeded the egress or ingress mm -hmm. to or from the White House grounds. Yeah. I mean, look at this guy. I'll turn the volume back. He's on the gate. Are we really supposed to believe that that gate is still usable? That in an emergency, where yeah. White House personnel needed to leave the grounds through that gate, that they would be able to do so? Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I don't see it. When, once you take over... Yeah. I mean, they probably bust through the gate and, and run them all over, but it's definitely an impediment. Even if those people are reduced to nothing more than a speed bump under yeah. the beast's tires, right? <laughs> I'm that's sure the still, president has a tunnel to get out. Yeah, but but but, but so I'm just I'm just saying that's still an impediment. They gathered at the gate for a reason. They could have gathered 20 feet over. Yeah. Technically, as the law is written, they should be charged with the exact charge, obstructing a government uh, uh, obstruction in a restricted building or grounds. The same exact charge that the Jan Sixers are all being hit with. Where were the fences to keep them out? Where, where were the barriers to stop That's, this that, from the, the whole purpose is the fence. Yeah. That is the fence. We had barriers on barriers for January 6th, yeah. as though yeah. they expected it to happen. Fence on fence they, on fence. Right. Well, why is this one only a single fence? Were they trying to send a message? What would happen if they actually pushed the gate down and, and the White House defenses did have to kick in, Max? I oh, mean, the, the be, optics of be, that would be atrocious. Be terrible. Terrible. Yeah. And I it mean, would be real. I mean, you, you read about what they have. They have minigun turrets. Yeah. Allegedly. Yes. That like just pop out of shrubbery, yeah, and and put like hundreds of rounds a second down range. Cut a truck in half, yeah, horizontally, yeah, right. I mean the mount roof mounted rockets, yeah, they're probably yeah. drones. I mean the def pink mist. I mean it turns people into pink mist. Yeah. So this isn't like the the Capitol quote unquote insurrection. This is this is at the the White House. This is the the home of the President of the United States. I mean that's like more of an, a, a middle finger, right? Do you remember? We go after a nation's leader. Do you remember 2020? It's been 2020. Um, there was the BLM protests, and hmm. there was a quote unquote protest out in front of the White House. That was the time when Trump had to be allegedly rushed to the basement bunker. Mm -hmm. There was a similar thing happening at the gate, except in that situation, people were actually throwing firework explosives onto the White House grounds. Mm. Mm. That 100% qualifies for this crime. You don't yeah. see them getting perp walked, right? No. There's another element of this crime that it's not just blocking the ingress or egress. It's impeding or disrupting the orderly conduct of government business. Um, oh, or official functions, it, it, yeah. 
if you're one of those security guards, if you're one of those secret service agents and your goal is to keep the ground safe and you have to leave your post to go and address this at the gate, you have had your orderly conduct of government business disrupted. If anything, anything in the White House changed, like the media was laughing, oh, Trump had to go to the bunker. That was a disruption of official government business by throwing those explosives over the fence. Do you, that was criminal. No charges. No do you charges. not think if Biden was there, they already had him in, in protocol? So why is the media giving him the same treatment on that side? Just another yeah. little bit of hypocrisy there, right? Yeah. It just blows yeah. me away, Max. There, I found a bunch of other, um, because the parks, like Lafayette Park, these other parks yeah. where these statues have been defaced, they fall under the National Park Service. So there's a whole Whoa. other, um, there's a whole other part of the U.S. Code that deals with infractions and violations on National Park Service administered property. So not only would they be charged with like destruction of government property, but there's dozens of charges that all of these people could could be indicted with just for misconduct, disorderly conduct on National Park Service ground. So, I mean, I, I say this facetiously. Where are the indictments? Where are the charges? Yeah. They're not going to come. No. They're, they're not, they're not going to come. The only people who are having the book thrown at them are the January Sixers. It's just so transparent that there is a different tiered justice system out there, Max. You see it with everything they do. And this is just, this is more than proof for the pudding. This is, this is the heart of the matter. You know, I mean, nothing's going to come of this. There's a hundred thousand of them. Why, why aren't they going after them with every tool they have? Because they don't want to. Yeah. They just don't want to. They'd rather go after American citizens who are busy exercising their very rights. I'm going to, I'm going to go one step further. It's not Mm -hmm. that they don't want to. Mm -hmm. They agree with them. I think they agree with them. I mean, the very government that's running us doesn't like itself and wants to destroy itself for their own selfish How else? Reasons. How else do you explain that the FBI only prosecutes conservatives for all the crimes I just listed, even though they are carbon copy versions that we just saw the other night? How do we explain that the FBI promptly releases uh, manifestos written by right-of-center mass shooters, but memory holes and sweeps under the rug manifestos from left-of-center mass shooters um how do we see that joe biden and his family avoid prosecution but donald trump and his family have the book thrown at them i mean across gov- across all of this there is a very obvious pervasive bias within uh-huh. the doj giving preference to liberals and going after conservatives on at every level on every incident it is it is inescapable it is unavoidable and that's why i see the news that came out this week is that donald trump is preparing for when he does win which based on the polls you said at the beginning of the show looks like it's going to be a route cleaning house completely cleaning house in the doj yeah has to be done and um and getting to work give you give you a final word before we wrap up i used to think that justice was blind now justice is just another form of political coercion to go after your enemies you know i used to believe in a fair system where you were innocent until proven guilty well with all the january six years there's guilty and you have to prove your innocence how many of them are still in jail so ask yourself is justice still blind yeah they are still in jail and likely many of them even if they do get convicted their sentence would not be longer than the time that they've already spent in jail meaning that they'll get off on time served. You have people who have six months probation, who have been sentenced for six months probation after spending longer than that in prison. Three years in some cases. It's it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Well, that's it. We're out of time. We're a little bit over. That's it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. All those links are in the description. Please subscribe to the audio version if you haven't already. Help us grow our numbers. Pick up new advertisers. Very, very helpful if you do, if you would like to. Um, also we're live on YouTube and rumble. So subscribe to us there. Um, check out all the links in the description. Basically, uh, that's it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire and I'm Josh Hammerling. And remember the fight to take back the country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight. 
together. See you next time. See ya.